Hello, and welcome to a special bonus Christmas episode of Only Lovers Book Club. I don't know who planted the seed for the idea, but I feel like one of us, I feel like it was you, Drea, saw this book. Or actually, no, that's not true. We both independently saw this book and we're going to read it anyway. And then I think you approached me with doing a buddy read. And I said, you know what? Let's do it. And let's record ourselves talking about it. Everything is content. I've always wanted to do like little bonus episodes. So I figured why not? Okay, so we read Santa's Favorite by Madeline Taylor. It was on it was on Talk About Swoons like Christmas book roundup or something like that. Yeah, it was it was specifically uh books to read if you want to fuck Santa kind of <laughs> list. <laughs> like like it was because then the list was broken down on like is it a real Santa or like a Santa actor? Because some people like specifically want one or the other. So yeah, this one is definitely like Santa actor. And yeah. so <laughs> yeah. So let let me uh let me tell you a little bit about, you know, Santa's Favorite. Okay. Santa's Favorite by Madeline Taylor. I'm reading this off of the Goodreads page. Oh, this isn't first person. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Lucy, a law student with a part-time job as a personal shopper at Bergman's, an exclusive department store in New York. As Christmas is nearing, my employer has hired a Santa. I don't appreciate the way he keeps looking at me until I find out Santa is a woman. <laughs> You can't blame me because I'm muted. I can't even see you. Like, my entire screen is just the... You're doing great. You're doing great. I'm one of those people who doesn't like Christmas, and I have my reasons for that. But being in Santa's presence brings out the holiday spirit as well as the bad side in me. So much so that I soon find myself longing to be on Santa's naughty list. Ow! I read that. Yes, that's exactly what I read. That's exactly what I read, too. All right. So it says Lisa Gold, or Lise Gold, is a, an author of sapphic romance. Her romantic attitude, enthusiasm for travel, and love for feel-good stories form the heartland of her writing. Born in London to a Norwegian mother and an English father, uh, and growing up between the UK, Norway, Zambia, and the Netherlands, she feels pretty at home. She feels at home pretty much everywhere and has an unending curiosity for new destinations. She goes by Write What You Know and is often found in exotic locations doing research or getting inspired for her next novel. I'm going to stop there because I feel like that's really interesting. Certain things in the book made me go, is this author white? <laughs> yes, 100%. I feel like you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking yes. about. When she said, "I'm so glad I got my mom's exotic looks." Exotic good looks. I went, <laughs> okay, yes. But then I looked at the cover again, and I was like, right, of course. She doesn't. Yeah. Like <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to tell you which of the two was supposed to be the exotic one. <laughs> exactly. If you are interested in reading this and you don't want to get spoiled for all of the details, stop here. Go and read it and then come back and enjoy our discussion. <laughs> All right, Drea, what did you think of Santa's favorite? Which, but I know that you had okay. some struggles. <laughs> I did. I had some struggles because the minute I started it and I realized, first of all, I realized that the Santa was called Zelda. 
um, Zelda is um, Christina's dog and my <laughs> goddaughter, uh, who I love with all my heart and I would die for. Um, and <laughs> I think if it had been like a regular kind of closed page, closed door romance, it wouldn't have been an issue. But it's like within pages, they're talking about like very X-rated things that Zelda is doing. And I could not <laughs> wrap my head around that. Like I kept picturing my sweet little goddaughter in my head and I just could not do it. It was worse because it was a lesbian romance. There was like so much tongue and licking. I, just, I had to like actively work to <laughs> separate those images in my head. And I, I really want to say it took me until I was like 40% of the way through to finally be like, okay, okay, this is not Zelda, my goddaughter. It just, it was a struggle. I started and stopped many times. You know, it's funny. I don't think I have read like a since getting Zelda as my dog, aside from like Zelda games, I don't think I've read or like been really active with any media that has Zelda as a character. So I was mm -hmm. I was also like I read that and I had to I closed like I closed the book. I went, OK, that's enough for me. And then I didn't reread it for the rest of the day because the, for the rest of the day I was I was like just separation of church and state separation of book and dog <laughs> it was weird though it was pretty weird once I got past that it was exactly what I thought it was going to be which is more erotic than romance you know more like fleshed out sex scenes than any like character arcs or anything like that um and just like very neatly wrapped up like happy ending kind of thing my expectations were met in terms of like what i was expecting i think there was a a good ratio of um santa to non-santa sex scenes you know so there was mm -hmm. like it wasn't always her as santa but there was like more than one with her as santa i did think that there was going to be a lot of more like santa centric like fuckery <laughs> My expectation was that the main character was going to be like really turned on by the Santa Claus outfit on this woman. And so it wasn't that. And so I was kind of like, well, but I mean, overall, it was still good because there was a lot of Santa, like Santa fucking happening. <laughs> what did you think of like their kind of like first interactions? It's kind of like what I'm what I kind of glommed onto a little bit at the beginning. I guess it's even described in the in the description of the book where it's like oh she doesn't like lucy doesn't like the way that santa's talking to her until she finds out that santa's a woman and i was like huh i'm a little conflicted about that but i want to know what you thought about it i mean here's the thing like there's a lot of people like that in real life right like they don't want someone catcalling them but then if the person catcalling them is super hot they might not like mine a lot like that's not how i feel about it but i know that there are um people who do feel that way and so it made sense for me that she would completely change her perception um knowing that it was a woman versus a man um for me i would still be like <laughs> whoa <laughs> i didn't mind how forceful she was or like how direct she was like in her flirting i just thought it was weird that it was happening at like their place of employment it's like one thing to be that direct and forward and, you know, pushing boundaries when you're like out at a bar or something. But I don't know. That was the only thing where I was like, yeah, 
Like, well, like even for me, even if like, even if like it's our first time like chatting up in a bar and you're going to cut like the second sentence out of your mouth is like, I would have fucked the shit out of you. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like we just met. It's kind of like a given in this book that anything that Zelda tries, Lucy is into. Mm-hmm. Right. But but Zelda doesn't check a lot of the times whether or not Lucy's into before she tries things. And so I think this is one of those examples where like some people might get really turned on by that might really like that very very forceful approach but she had no idea if lucy was one of those people before she tried it and i think like that that happens a lot in this book where it's like oh they're perfect matches and like they both are like turned on by the same scenarios you know but in like real life that seems like a huge um gamble to take to talk to someone like that and just like fingers crossed they're into it too (laughs) lucy asked do you flirt with all the women who walk past you and then it says santa looks around to make sure no one is listening and then turns back to me her eyes burning into mine only with the ones i'd like to fuck i'm sorry real real talk don't talk to anybody like this at your job don't ever fucking do this like it doesn't matter if they end up being the love of your life just don't just don't do it uh, you know, try not to try not to do that at work. Uh, don't talk to anybody at, uh, at work like this. And if anyone's talking to you like this at work, report their ass. This is not appropriate shit. We're making we're assuming that yeah, Lucy's gonna like everything that Zelda does, and then we're just reading a Christmas erotic novella, so we're just gonna go with it. I do wish that the approach had been just a little less bumpy because I was like, yeah, please come down. Think- I think part of it is I can tell that the author wanted us to feel like um, Zelda was kind of uh, opening the doors to like Lucy's sexual liberation, you know, bringing all of these um, things into play that Lucy didn't know she was into that she had never tried before. Um, You know, and part of that is Zelda having sort of a little bit more of a dominant personality. But I do think that there are ways you can express that just a little, just a little differently without, you know, like you said, like before they even have sex, before they know each other. I just feel like there's ways that you can get that across without um, sort of crossing so many boundaries when you don't know what the person's boundaries are. Exactly. And don't get it confused because like the book wants makes wants to make Zelda seem very sex positive, which she is. And then that's okay. But do not confuse being sex positive with overstepping people's boundaries. You can't, you can't be like, Oh, I, I want to, I really want to fuck you and then expect another person. Like, you don't know where the other person's coming from. Like, they might also be sex positive, but this isn't a sex positive chat room. <laughs> this isn't like Lex, you know, like group, like sex positive group chat. You know, this is like work. So, yeah, that's it. But, but like for me, I just kind of decided to suspend, you know, all, all mm-hmm. disbelief. And yeah, you of, have to in order to enjoy it. The rest, to, of it yeah, yeah. the rest of it was pretty enjoyable. I have to say, I really yeah, liked Yeah, it was really there. just the beginning. The rest of it was really good and it was really hot. I mean, afterwards, right? They're like, then they fuck at work, but then it's like, okay, we have like this agreed, you know, bond. I thought that Okay, here's what I thought was going to happen. They were going to like hook up, but then it was going to be like, ah, it's just not the same, like not without the suit, you know? And then, <laughs> so like one of their like go-to role plays, candy canes or something like that, or like a reindeer whip. I don't know. Like that's what I was thinking. I thought that they were going to go full on with the Santa Claus like role play. The, yeah, the because kinky Santa here's, Claus the, role play. here's the thing, like when... <laughs> 
when Lucy agree- when Lucy agrees to have sex with Zelda and goes over to her apartment, at this point, she has never seen this woman. That she's only seen her as Santa. Like, so all she's seen is like her eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's huge Santa bodysuit exactly. so with like I'm the thinking... belly, the beard, the hat. So like Lucy agrees to go over and hook up with this person, not having any idea. Like, and she's like, Oh, I was attracted to the vibes. Like I seriously thought she was gonna show up to the apartment and then she was gonna see uh Zelda and be like, Okay, you're hot, but like where's your suit? You know, <laughs> that's what I was kind of Mm -hmm. hoping for and i'm okay with what we got i'm okay it was like a very down to earth and i don't want to say it wasn't like spicy because it was very spicy but i don't i didn't go there into santa kink the way that i thought it would and so i'm gonna have to go back to talk about swoon's list and i'm gonna need to find like a sexier like santa kink novella because that's i don't think that it's like i'm thirsty for it but now that i have tried it and it didn't deliver and now i'm like all right now i want to read that <laughs> yeah i'm curious because the other um i feel like the other like santa novellas i've read have all been with like the real santa mm-hmm. and so i wonder if this is a thing when you when you read the ones where it's like a santa actor maybe it's just not as santa centric because it's just a joke for them whereas like mm-hmm. if you're santa that is your whole being Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe maybe we just need to. Here's the ring. I, I picked this one because it was sapphic. That I'd be like, mm-hmm. if there had been a sapphic, real Santa one, I would have picked that one. But that wasn't on yeah. the list. So. Mrs. Claus waiting at home. You know, <laughs> Mrs. Claus taking up the taking up the mantle for Santa Claus one night, and you know, like they're open. I don't know, but I definitely thought that this was going to be like way more Santa King. Because and then I fell into an internet rabbit hole. Because then I'm like, okay, well, like you know, is there like Santa, Santa kink? And there is like, obviously there's like the, the fandom Santa con, but then there's some people who really find Santa Claus really fucking hot reasons why, right? Some people just like a well-traveled, well-seasoned man. And I can respect that. Some people like are really into like a snowy white beard, like in the naughty list. Um, some people like the fact that, you know, the sugar daddy right and then santa claus is the ultimate sugar daddy he's gonna take care of you (laughs) you know what and (laughs) i don't think i had ever thought about it that way until you mentioned it but um that is the vibe i get like have you seen online those like pictures of like that one guy who models a santa you know who i'm talking about talk about like reposts him all the time yeah and he has like the really like it's like a very rectangular beard. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like a sugar daddy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like he just. I wish we could. Um, I wish we could. You. Like, can you? Can you like pop up a picture? Yes, <laughs> it, I'll, I'll pop it up. Guy? Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I feel like um, if people are listening, if people are watching this, and they don't know what what we're really talking about, if this is their first foray into like the world of Santa erotic novellas, uh-huh. then maybe having that visual would help, you know, and be like, oh yeah, if Santa looked like that, I would be into Santa too. You know what I mean? It might uh-huh. it might help. It might help gather some people into the Santa fold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and now that begs the question, like, where do you fall in the Santa like sexiness spectrum? We have both read like right the the naughty list where it's like Santa Claus is the actual like doing the fuckery, and now with 
um, Santa's favorite, someone dressing up like Santa. Like, what what do you prefer? Like, you know, what what's your preference okay. now? I I fall on Team Real Santa, and this is why. Not because I have some sort of fetish of like I want to be with the real Santa, but because of the perks. Because real Santa has reindeer that I would get to pet and play with all the time, and real Santa lives in like the middle of nowhere like cold blizzard i mean if if you've been following me on any type of social media for a while you know i always talk about running away to alaska and i know santa doesn't live in alaska but it just goes to my Close point enough. of like i would i would like the lifestyle i would like the things that come with it the reindeer the remote like <laughs> cold uh place to live um and then i i mean i i like facial hair so, I mean, a real beard is always going to top a fake beard, like mm -hmm. any day of the week. So, mm -hmm. so that's why. Gotcha. Uh, as for me, I, I'm, I fall under the impersonator. I mean, I, I have nothing against real Santa. I, I'm okay with either or, but if I, if it's going to be a Santa impersonator, then the the sexiness has to be Santa kink special. It can't be just I'm dressed as a Santa Claus <laughs> and then I'm going to take my clothes off and then have normie kink with you. I need you to like get a massive candy cane, put a condom over it, and then we're using that as the as your strap on. You know, <laughs> that's what I. <laughs> Gotcha. I mean, I don't feel like that's that much to ask. Um, but I, I, I recognize the perks. Uh, I also don't like it to be cold. I don't want to be in the North Pole with Santa. So I think, yeah, I, you would I'd come rather visit go with me, actor. right? Of course, like you of course, I would go visit you. But I think Could that I would prefer an actor. You. Uh huh. Thank you so much. You're so considerate. I love it. I'll bring you coquito. I know how hard it is to get evaporated coconut milk up in the fucking North Pole. But yeah, so we will uh, see you for our regular degular episode um, for our last hangout of 2022, right? That's the year we're in. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we will uh, <laughs> see you in a couple of in a couple of days for um, so the Only Lovers official episode. Hope you enjoyed our bonus episode. I hope you're staying safe and staying warm, and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can support Only Lovers Book Club by dropping some change in our tip jar and buying some books with our bookshop link. You can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club, and from there, find our individual accounts and projects. Feel free to favorite or rate us if that's an option for you, but always make sure to like and subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode. It's right here, Chris. Cut the Wednesday stuff here. <laughs>